This is an all-in Sunday, which means we have the privilege of staying together as a church family for the entire time. And adults, we get to stretch out of our comfort zones a bit and do things that are a little bit more creative or embodied. Before we kind of do some of that stuff, I'm so happy you're here and I have a special project to give you. So let me show you what I have. So does anybody know what the first words of the whole Bible are? In the beginning, God created. I mean, it's everything in the whole universe is created by God and reflects God. This week, our scripture, or Psalm 148 says, praise God, you highest skies. And I did a little piece of art, a little bit of fun art. It says like black paper. And if you carve away the black paper, it leaves some silver behind. And I thought that looked a lot like this night sky. So I have some paper for you. And I thought you might want to each take a piece of paper. We've got two pads here. And in this first little bit, if you could be making a night sky, we're going to be using that to help decorate our sanctuary next week. Because next week is the final Sunday in this whole season on creation. Okay. So again, just little stars, little moons. You can make swirling galaxies, whatever you want to do. Just have fun with that. And then we'll use those next week. I'm just going to read a scripture for you. Psalm 146 says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Don't put your trust in princes, in human beings who can't save. When their spirits depart, they can return to the ground. And on that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is the Lord their God. God is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. And God remains faithful forever. While you're making your lovely night skies. I have a few fun facts for us. We started this series by looking at the ocean and the ocean and all the waters in the ocean is so vast. Does anybody want to take a little stab at how many cubic miles of water there are in the oceans? 321 million plus cubic miles of water in the ocean. That's vast. And then there's fauna. That was our second week, right? We looked at the animals and what a gift they are to us and our calling to care for them, our, our brothers and sisters of God's earth. Does anybody want to take a stab at how many um, different kinds of just animal species there are on the world? 154. Okay. Any more? I heard a number over here. A million? A thousand? Guess how many they, this is the most cited estimate, uh, widely cited estimate, because actually we don't know all of them, but the most widely cited estimate is 8.7 million species. Very good. Close to 9 million. Okay. And then after that, does anybody remember, remember what we looked at last week? I wasn't here last week, but you looked at ants, plants. Close, but no cigar. Storms. You looked at storms. Remember that? Would you like to know how much power is in a hurricane? 
NOAA calculated that the heat released from a hurricane can reach the equivalent of, drumroll please, 10 megaton nuclear bombs exploding every 20 minutes. That's big, right? These are vast numbers we're talking about. But none of that vastness compares to the vastness of space. God, the maker of heaven and earth. So I'm going to show a little video right now just to give you mm, a little, little bit of a sense of the size of space. Actually, this is just something in our little corner of the universe. Do you guys know the name of the Milky Way? This is about a star in our Milky Way. Okay, now we just need some volume. It'll come. She's putting it to the right place because I didn't want to hear all the preaching. <laughs> Wasn't a very South Point style sermon, but I like this one part of it. And science has just brought us the largest star they found. It's called, are you ready for this? Canis Majoris. Now, I'm no linguist, but that's a cool name for the biggest star we found so far. I think that means the big dog star, and that's exactly what it is. I bring it to you as a little bitty purple, you know, glow just to the right of center there. But Canis Majoris, oh, wow. If the earth were a golf ball, Canis Majoris would be the height of Mount Everest. Almost six miles above sea level, the highest point on the planet, and I just dare you to get up there and unzip the parka and pull out your golf ball. You could fit seven quadrillion Earths inside Canis Majoris. That's enough Earths if the Earth were a golf ball to cover the entire state of Texas in golf balls 22 inches deep. You see the one you're on? Maybe this will help a little bit more. This absolutely blew my mind. Just a little journey through our solar system. Everyone knows our planets and sort of how we fit in to the story here. You see really quickly that we're not even the biggest deal in our own solar system, but as Earth comes by, you have to know tonight that we are living on a privileged planet. Anyone would tell you we're living at one of the most special places, if not the most special place in all of creation. But Neptune comes by and Saturn and then Jupiter and you're like, okay, we're not all that big, even in our own little cul-de-sac. I just noticed the blue dot fading away is not the Earth. That's Neptune. The Earth has gotten too small to see anymore. Sirius comes by, little plug for satellite radio. Not the biggest star, but the brightest star that we have found so far. Pollux, which we didn't mention, Arcturus. Such a beautifully named one, Regal. But then the one that messed me up. Our third star, Musifi. Musifi's cousin, W. Sifi. And Canis Majoris. 
And do you know that you couldn't come up here right now with a Sharpie and make a mark on the screen that would approximate the size of our sun? You couldn't even do it. I mean, when you look at these and their relative size, we just have to put a little arrow over there that says, if you could put the sun on here, which you can't, it would go somewhere about here. Now that's big. Canis Majoris, one of the biggest stars in our galaxy. But our galaxy is just a drop in the infinity of space. Do you want to know how many galaxies scientists think are out there? Does anybody have a guess? That's big, 554,000. Anybody think it's bigger? Yeah. One trillion. You are not far off. So here's the facts. The Hubble Extreme Deep Field uh, was able to observe the distant galaxy, and they were able to observe an estimate of 170 billion galaxies. But theoretical calculations from a few years ago are putting that estimate at 2 trillion galaxies. And in the midst of all that infinite space, our little earth is hanging. It's this beautiful jewel. It's a gift from God. And we get to live in a universe of spinning galaxies for this little moment of time. We get to be alive. And that's a gift too. We're so little, and yet we are known and loved and given life on this beautiful earth by God. And to, I don't know what that does to you, but what it does to me is it makes me just really grateful. Like whatever isn't going right in my life, I get to be alive. And not only do we get to be alive, but we have these bodies. And in our bodies, we can taste and see and touch and feel goodness, the goodness of creation. And so my hope for today is that we could end our series in this place of gratitude, this place of gratitude for just being alive, and that we could name some of the things we like about being alive in our bodies on earth. So I want you to go and find your seat back with your families. You can take your drawing with you. I often think about Jesus and what it would be like for the creator to become part of the creation. And suddenly to taste bread or feel cold water in the, in the sea and how hard it must have been for him to leave his body, having tasted the goodness of being part of creation. Anyway, I, I like that thought. That's just an aside. But what I thought we could do is just divide up in little groups around you, little groups of maybe four, take a moment to name for each other something that feels good to you. Like, I really like the smell of chocolate chip cookies. I actually really like the taste of chocolate chip cookies too. My first job was at a bakery and we made giant chocolate chip cookies and I'm never tired of that smell. And I even like the feel of a giant chocolate chip cookie lying in my hand right before I eat it. <laughs> and I like the sound of like 
taking it out of the oven and scraping it from the pan and that side of it right before it enters my tongue. So good, so good. Let this draw you into gratitude, this mindfulness of your lived experience. You'll have it. This was like priming the pump. You'll have a chance to name some of those things later. One of the things that the kids downstairs have been doing during their group time is they've been making these beautiful murals, one for each uh, element of creation that we've been celebrating. And next week, you'll see the fruits of their labor. We'll be decorating our walls with them. Um, there are some things that we're doing this week, which will also be part of our sanctuary next week. The kids, you worked on one of them already, the black night sky. I have a couple other things that I'd love it if we could work on together as a community. Um, I always have fun going to the dollar store and just looking at what's there and seeing what idea comes to my mind. So this is the idea that came to my mind this week is a spinning galaxy. So we're going to make a spinning galaxy. One of the things I love about creation is that nothing stands in isolation. It all is a part of something greater than itself. So the earth is part of our solar system, but the solar system is part of our galaxy and the galaxy, you know, so on and so on. And I just thought it would be so cool if we could each have, um, if each person here could add something to this galaxy to, to symbolize that we too are part of a little, we too are part of this community and our community is its own little system that's part of bigger systems. So you can come up here and use your creativity I'll be here kind of helping out. Angela's going to be leading a like singing workshop up here and teaching a chorus. And that's going to be in this area. And then if you want to, you can, adults, if you want to do a black night sky, the resources are here. It's really fun. I like it. It's here if you want to do that. Alternatively, in the back, we've got each sense on it, written on a piece of paper in the table. And I'd love it if we could fill up those pages those pieces of paper with things that we love that are connected to that scent. And yeah. And so all of those will kind of be part of our sanctuary next week. Sound good. And then I'll call you all back and then we'll have communion together.